Hello and welcome to episode 124 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast where we talk about the things that you nerd out about and we nerd out about and everybody nerds out about. Today is a very special uh, Mother's Day. What's the opposite of Eve? Post Eve? <laughs> Mother's Day post Eve episode. It is Monday, May 9th. The year of our Lord, 2016. I am Jeremy Holmes. I am joined by my lovely, wonderful uh, new mom, (laughs) (laughs) partner in life and in crime and in love and in podcasting, Christina Wise. Hello, Jeremy. (laughs) Happy Mother's Day, Christy. Happy late Mother's Day. Yeah. There needs to be a name for the day after a holiday. Like, we have Eve, we have the day before, mm-hmm. we have the day of, has the whatever name, but we, there needs to be a name for the day after. I think they call it Boxing Day. Well, that's the day after Christmas. Oh. Like, that's a specific day. But I just mean, like, in general, like, uh, like there's do a pre-game I'm, show and a post-game show. Do you think I'm stupid sometimes? No. Oh. <laughs> Because well, that was a joke. That good I enough to marry me, but <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so you guys, hello. We have we're, we're gonna we're gonna recap our Mother's Day. The reason this episode is coming out twenty four hours late is because Christina was partying the night away <laughs> last night. We had some if only exciting funtivities at our Mother's Day celebration, including firearms and. Uh, all sorts of fun and exciting things. Um, I think I might have found a solution to the wallet situation or not. Talk about that. I found an article that uh, basically confirmed every fear that I have about friendship regarding whether friendships are reciprocated or not. Turns out half of my friends aren't actually my friends. <laughs> Christina has some drone strikes against a federal agency, which probably will get this podcast on a list somewhere. Mm-hmm. Got some wedding chat and uh, some breaking news from our cousin podcast uh, <laughs> in a segment we'll call Potter and Family uh, about our good friends over at the Eureka podcast. So... Christy, let's just jump right into it, okay. shall we? <laughs> I said it. jokingly, you're a new mom because okay. we just got married. Yes. We just got married. Um, and <laughs> now that we're married, apparently everybody everybody now legitimizes your relationship with my daughter. Yes. <laughs> just now. Right. I mean, despite the fact that you've been in her life in a very serious way for three Since years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, you... It hasn't counted yeah. <laughs> until hasn't until counted just until early last month. Right. Um, but we did have some, we did have an exciting day. Uh, eventful. We had an eventful day. We were over at my sister's house. We were over there. My my mom and dad were over there. My sister was over there. Her husband, my two um, nephews, uh, my sister's husband's mom and, and dad, yeah. right? Were there. In-laws. Yeah. In-laws. Um, and so we're all over there. It's like, it's a neighborhood, like Edmonds. It's like a little suburb of Seattle. And there's lots of houses around, lots of people and stuff. But then somebody, somebody came and knocking on the door <laughs> when we were first there. And, uh, and they had shot out the window of 
my sister's uh, father-in-law's car, which was parked in front of her house where the kids like play, <laughs> had shot out the window of his car trying to shoot a woodpecker. As one does. Yeah. Yeah. As one does. And um, I had some very strong feelings about that. As that's, did I. That's probably like, I've joked a lot about how I'm, I want to take away everybody's guns. Mm-hmm. That's probably as close as I've ever gotten to actually doing it. <laughs> like, I was really, really mad at this guy. I was really mad just because it seemed really irresponsible and really stupid to be shooting off a gun in a neighborhood. Although I guess we found out maybe it was an air gun. I don't well, know. Though. I don't understand how an air gun a... could shoot out a window. I mean, if it could shoot out a window of a car, it could probably do some damage. Oh, for sure. And did it? I want to know. Did he just miss altogether <laughs> shooting this bird? Was he just like pew pew pew, pew shooting the gun in the air? <laughs> it like did it ricochet off something? <laughs> and gun? if it did, that could have been a kid standing there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the window on the car is like you know. The level of, let's say, the head, head of a child. Right. Yeah. It's just, anyway, it was terrifying. I told my brother-in-law that next time we go over there, um, next time we go over there, uh, I'm just we just need to get little flak jackets for all the kids. <laughs> I had to run out to the car at one point to grab something out of the back. And I was like, all right, guys, I'm running out to the car. I need somebody to lay down some suppressing fire <laughs> so I could get out there. It's like saving Private Ryan trying well, to get the board game out of the back of your car. And he explains something like, this bird is, has been hitting my vents for, for months. Yeah. Okay, well, how about you look up other methods yeah. just to shoot it? Like, you could probably just Google how to get is rid of the, a woodpecker. Is he the world's worst shot? <laughs> there would I be. really need to, I have more questions <laughs> Than answers about this. Yeah. Why are we not drone striking this guy? That's what I want to right. know. Let's drone strike well, the guy that decides to shoot a freaking gun yeah. in the well, middle of the Well, he has a, a gun. He might shoot back at the drone. <laughs> yeah, he might shoot down the drone, although yeah. he'd probably miss and shoot like a yeah, bald eagle. Yeah, he might kill me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He could have killed a bald eagle. <laughs> I think that would be kind of funny. I'm against <laughs> killing all animals. But this guy would deserve that. <laughs> Killing a bald eagle? Wait, he would deserve to kill a bald eagle? Just because he would go to jail. Uh-oh. Like, it's highly illegal to kill bald eagles. I So I got really mad. Like, really, really mad. I wanted to call the police. I wanted to go take his gun away. I wanted to go yell at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was feeling very emotional about it just because, I don't know. I mean, and what's weird is I have done, I, I've done a lot of really... Probably things that I would call questionable. I've made a lot of questionable choices in my no. life. Uh, most of the choices that I've made that are dangerous, I'm not putting other people's lives at risk. I'm just putting my own. Like, I'm just putting myself in danger or, you know, making bad choices mm-hmm. that involve me or hurting myself somehow, but not necessarily hurting other people, I guess. I don't know. I felt like I got really mad about it. And then we were driving home and I was like still really mad about it. And I was talking to you. And then I realized that I realized that, uh, I remembered a time that I was on, uh, uh, we, we live 
we're lucky enough to live in the beautiful Pacific Northwest here mm-hmm. where there's uh, we're surrounded by large bodies of water um, in the wonderful Puget Sound. And th- we have a ferry system where you can drive your car or walk on these ferries and they'll take you all over and whatever. And I was on a ferry one time. This was when I was significantly younger. So mm-hmm. I'm fairly sure that it's past the statute of limitations here. <laughs> but the ferries <laughs> have these like observation decks um, that you can walk around on the top and go out on the front of the boat. And it's like pretty cool. It gets super windy out there on a not windy day, just because the ferry's cruising. Right. But on a windy day, it's like super, super windy. So we, I was out there with some friends and we were, they had these like kind of, there, there was like this wall going, this metal wall going up like towards where the captain sits, like the little cockpit area. Um, And there's, like, some windows and these, like, kind of metal bulkheads in between the windows. And the metal bulkheads were, like, they were, like, ramps. They were, like, angled up. And it was super windy. And so we were running. And then we would jump and kind of slide up the metal bulkheads. Mm -hmm. And it would, like, push us. The wind would, like, push you up higher. It made it feel like you could you were like weightless somehow or could jump like twice as high as you normally would. So I was doing this with my friends and I was trying to run and jump and I just missed the bulkhead and hit the, one of the windows (laughs) that was, the bulkhead was between and, uh, and broke the window (laughs) on the the ferry. Like, um, like shattered it. Yeah. Like put my body through the window. (gasps) And, um, Did you get hurt? Well, no, because it was like safety glass, so I didn't go like I didn't fall through the window, but mm-hmm. it the whole window shattered and like dented in, kind of. If that makes sense, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> and I was I was so terrified that I just immediately ran down to my car, which was down below where mm-hmm. everybody parks their cars when they drive on the boat, and I just hid in my car for the rest of the trip. What, what did your friends do? Uh, I don't remember if they came with me. I think they just kind of left, but continued hanging out on the boat. Oh, okay. So I was thinking as we were driving away, I was so indignant. I was so mad at this guy and I felt so justified in all of my anger Mm -hmm. and rage. And then I realized that, um, that not only am I no better than him when it comes to like destruction of property, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but, uh, but I also, did not fess up like the fact that he came over he didn't have to he came over he knocked on he knocked on the door and you know was extremely apologetic offered to pay for it helped Mm -hmm. clean up the glass i don't know now that i've had some time don't you think the reason you're mad is because the kids play out there all the time yeah yeah isn't that more of a reason like you don't care about hit that dude's windshield or or window at all (laughs) yeah i mean it doesn't matter right in the scheme of things the issue to me was that any of those kids and not just not just your sister's kids and and ellie but all the neighbor kids play out there yeah yeah not okay no no it's not okay well anyway so here we are we survived mother's day despite the uh despite christy partying it up <laughs> or late into the night and uh firearms and whatever else <laughs> yeah but uh so it was not anything cool yeah i guess it wasn't all that it wasn't all that exciting it was that <laughs> we had to wait around until your daughter got dropped off at 10 or ten thirty last night yeah um but here we are so um i wanted to talk i wanted to talk about this christy 
doing it. The follow-up files. So last week I talked about um, being on the quest for the perfect, the perfect wallet. You know what I'm, th- yes, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Why are you laughing? Because it's funny. Oh. Why is wait? Why is it funny? I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Um, because you haven't actually looked at anything. I have. No, you've looked at websites. I've, right. And this is this is. I've the... go- I went to two different. I've looked at every store that I've been to that sells wallets. I've looked. Target and Fred Myers, very <laughs> top level, top shelf establishments here. Do we talk about when you cried? When you, you mentioned gonna... it last okay. last time, but I don't remember that at all. <laughs> of course, you. I'm didn't. not entirely sure that it happened. <laughs> it did happen. You really feel that it did? It totally I don't know. happened. So, um, well, I mean, it's just where I wouldn't say you were like bawling, crying. Your eyes welled up, uh-huh. and you said, I'm having a lot of emotions about this. <laughs> well, it's an emotional thing. Purchasing anything is an emotional thing. <laughs> so I get, like, things that I use every day, like my phone, like my, you know, my keys, stuff like that. I like to have it. I like to have a setup that I'm really into. Bags, like the bag that I carry my laptop around in. Mm-hmm. I like to have things set up a certain way. I really, I like to 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 like them. Like, I want them to be nice things. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a phone that I really like, so I put it in a really nice case so I don't have to worry about breaking it. So I can like, you know, I, I just, I like things to be a certain way. Um, I have my keys on a certain kind of clip because I just, I want mm-hmm. a certain type of setup, you know, I feel that way with wallets, but I really, it's like the, the wallet that I want is on the tip of my tongue. I can't quite get it out what it is. Like I can't quite describe it because I, it's like a, it's not a money clip. I hate money clips. Money clips seem really douchey and pretentious to me. It's like the soul patch of wallets. <laughs> I heard somebody talking about soul patches today, and it made me think of money, money clips. clips. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I don't. It, so I want a minimalist wallet, but not just a card sleeve, like not just a sleeve where you tuck your debit cards because I also need to keep, carry paper money and I need to carry receipts. Mm-hmm. So I need a little bit more than that, but I don't want the big insane like trifold with inserts and mm-hmm. I don't need a million pockets and zippers and crazy stuff. So I, anyway, I don't know if I'm just chasing a dragon. Like maybe I'm just, maybe it doesn't exist what I want. And that's why I can't describe it. But we talked about this on the last show. Yes. Uh, you know, I was hoping that I was hoping that maybe Lax Dude or some of the listeners would have some suggestions. But no one has. I haven't come up with too much so far. Um, I I did get I did get a wallet that's different than my daughter's um, pirate Taco Time Velcro wallet that I was using for a while. Why didn't you just go back and get another kids meal? I don't know. That's probably what I should have done. Yeah. Because I did kind of dig that one. It was nice and slim and thin. <laughs> it was a trifold. Trifold seemed a little bit bulky. And the Velcro was questionable. Like I was a little, like in a professional setting, I was a little nervous to bust out the Velcro wallet yeah. with the skull and crossbones on it mm-hmm. and the Taco Time logo. Um, after last week, I started getting I started getting served up ads for three different wallets. <laughs> And two of them. Well, aren't you aren't you googling wallets to look at them up? Oh, I guess I've been looking at them on Amazon. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, Amazon and Facebook are out to get us. I guess but so. you know what? Maybe it's like how your people say, 
Maybe it's Jesus. Ooh, maybe. Maybe Jesus maybe. is wanting you to get a get a crazy wallet. You know what though? Okay, and this might be this might sound a little weird. I actually kind of dig the fact that that I am Googling wallets and now I'm seeing ads for all sorts of weird wallets. You are I, I you like, like that? Yeah, I like it. I would rather have stuff I would rather have them trying to serve me up ads. Like if I'm gonna see ads everywhere that I go, I would rather have them try and serve me up ads that are at least relevant to the stuff that they think I'm interested in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand that, except for that I look up weird stuff or also yeah. I um Google a lot of stuff for work. Yeah. And then I'm getting very weird ads. <laughs> that does kind of backfire sometimes. Like I was shopping for like a, a condiment caddy for mm-hmm. our coffee area. And for, for like a month and a half, all I saw was um, restaurant supply websites and <laughs> like weird um, silverware containers and stuff like that. But uh, so anyway, so wh- two of two of the wallets, I th- one of the wallets is the wallet that I want. Okay. I mean, it, I, I feel looking at it anyway, the color, the look, everything about it is, is it looks like what, it looks like what I want, or at least what I think I want. It's a bifold, not a trifold, not super bulky, but it's got a sleeve for cash. It's got a spot for your cards, just a couple of cards, nothing crazy. Got a place where I can stash receipts. It's really thin and kind of minimalist and clean looking. It's like this nice black kind of synthetic leather with like teal stitching and some teal highlights on it. It's beautiful. But one problem. It's like a smart wallet. What does that mean? So it has it has some kind of like RFID tag in it or some kind of bluetooth component like it has electronics built into the wallet somehow that like tell you when you're leaving it places oh okay so if you leave it behind it it will pop up a thing on your phone that says hey you left your wallet that's kind of cool except for the fact that it's a hundred and twenty dollars what <laughs> so it's available on kickstarter right now for 89 dollars but since it doesn't actually exist like in full production, you'll go pay $89 for it now and then you'll get it in like four years when they get around to producing right. it, I guess. Also, I don't need the, I want something clean and simple. Like, I, I need to get a hold of one of their prototypes that doesn't have all the weird Wi Fi. No. Like, I don't need a Wi Fi hotspot. Well, why don't slash... you post the picture of it and. Um, see if you can crowdsource oh. someone finding one just similar. Oh, I'll post a link to it in the show notes. It's called okay. the Wally, which seems stupid like a stupid name. Seems like stupid a bad, name. Seems like a bad marketing choice because yeah. there's already a pretty big Disney movie called Wally. Right. I'm surprised it's spelled, it's spelled Disney differently. Hasn't sued them and shut it down. But so anyway, the website's mywally w a l l i dot com. I'll post a picture of it. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll get it. I mean, it's the wallet I want. I want that wallet, minus all the weird Wi-Fi shit. Like I don't, I don't need, I don't need a, a wallet that can check my email or mm-hmm. talk to me and tell me what my balance is or whatever. So, I don't know. Okay, and what's the other one? Oh, it also has like a, it has a buzzer in it. For what? I guess if your wallet gets stolen. Oh. If your okay. wallet gets stolen, you can um. You can set off some kind of alarm on the app. <laughs> Except for that people don't keep the a, wallet. They pull everything a out 90 and 90 decibel it. audible buzzer. 
Okay. Anyway. All right. The next one, and this one's just really gross. <laughs> this one's just really gross. Uh, it's a salmon skin wallet. I think I started seeing it, and then you must yeah. have started seeing it too. I think because you talked about wallets or looked at <laughs> it. Somehow it Googled hurt it. us. Yeah. It hurt us. Um, yeah. So this is a. Uh, this is from a company called Tidal Vision, and I don't even know why I'm advertising for these people because it just there's something about it that is really gross. I mean, on top of the fact that I'm, it just seems weird. They are kind of touting it as a um, as a, a sustainable solution Using or whatever. All, all parts it's of the salmon up- upcycled fishery byproducts to reduce waste and encourage sustainable fishing, or you could just not fish. We could or just not could fish, and eat, we could... People eat salmon skin all the time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just seems really weird when I look at it. I, all I can think about is when you, like, when you go to a barbecue and somebody's barbecuing a salmon, and there's like the skin that's left stuck to the foil mm-hmm. where they roasted the thing. How do you think they like, got the idea the for the wallet? The last thing I want to do is stick my debit card in there and fold it mm-hmm. up and stick it in my pocket. Like, I, it makes me feel well, like I'm... think about all leather. I'm carrying around like a... Uh, like a uh, putting my cash in, in a bunch of beef jerky and then jamming it in my pants and walking around. No, mm. but wall, but leather is fine. Now right? I'm hungry. <laughs> no, I want You're beef okay. jerky. You're okay with leather. Yeah, I mean, I don't. That's if I have grosser. a choice between something that's leather and something that's not leather, I will get the not leather thing all the time. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. It just seems really weird. So again, I'll post a link to it in the. Uh, in the show notes, but I thought that both of those things were were worth noting. So, um, and you know, maybe I feel like maybe this isn't the best time to bring this up because I'm in kind of a dark place emotionally. I mean, I okay. think we both are, but uh, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. Okay. Maybe I'm in a dark place emotionally because of this article maybe. that I found. But I came across this article from uh, New York Magazine. And it's uh, it's actually based on a scientific study. And again, I'll post links to the article and to the study that it's based off of. But uh, the 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 title of the article is half of your friends probably don't think of you as a friend. (laughs) And So basically, this scientific study went in to a bunch of college classes. uh, It looks like about fourteen hundred, thirteen hundred students. And they asked they asked them all to rank the other people in the class on, on a scale of one through five. One is, I don't even know you five is we're BFFs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also asked you not only to rank how you felt about them, but how you perceived them to feel about you. Okay. And to the, basically the minimum threshold number <laughs> for, for friendship was three. So you, uh, if you were a both, both at least a three or higher, then you were considered friends. So what this study found out is that like 50, let's see, among those, um, it talks about the amount of reciprocal friends, 53, 53%. In reality, only 53% of the friendships, a small, sad, oh honey, number of them were actually reciprocal. (laughs) Meaning 53, so half of the people half of the people that these college students thought that they were friends with mm-hmm. and or, and thought thought that these people oh yeah they're my friends they think about me they're like a four we're bffs we hang out all the time whatever and and I'm I I like them a five half of those people did not even like them back a three 
when they assume that they did. Hmm. Which is terrifying for me. Like, it, it plays on every fear that I have about human interaction. Like, I am constantly questioning people's motives and wondering why people want to be my friends and <laughs> wondering, like, do they really like me? Or, I mean, do you remember when, when, when me and you first started hanging out and all these podcast friends that we have now, mm-hmm. I was convinced that none of them liked me. Right. I, well, none of them did like me, actually. The, they were <laughs> only, they've actually they been only very talked to you vocal about because that. Because they liked me. Maybe that was a bad example because <laughs> it's true. But um, don't I don't know if this is true for you though, because I feel like you've already had a big purge of all your friends. I have I have lost quite a few quite a few friends. Yeah, I mean, if you want to find out who the fifty three percent are mm-hmm. that are your actual friends, go through like make some poor choices and go through a hard time in your life, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, you'll you'll see who sticks. I around, don't know. I, guess. I think that true friends wouldn't do that. The things that they did to you. Yeah, I mean, well, these people th- love Jesus more a... than they liked actual humans. <laughs> is was, what it, the issue is. There was not a lot of reciprocal re- reciprocal. What? Yes. How does it go? Reciprocity. So there's a little. Um, this was the uh, the the findings from the study. These findings suggest a profound inability of people to perceive friendship reciprocity. Perhaps because the possibility of non-reciprocal friendship challenges one's self-image. The study authors wrote. Um, so I think I have the opposite problem. What do you mean? I think that people don't like me you think that they don't like you yeah like i would probably rate everyone like the liking me at like a two yeah well it's not even it's not that you think everybody likes you it's that i mean you think that there are some people that you have in your life that do like you right maybe like five yeah well there's actually only two and a half oh (laughs) Okay. That's what that's what this is saying, yeah. which is that's the terrifying part. Like it's not talking about 53% of the people in the world like you or 53% of the people you know like you. It's saying half of the people that you think like you don't actually like you. But they don't I, like you as much as you like them. I questioned the the actual data in this. It was one college class of 1300 people. Well, they said um Right. Some caveats. The study was small and all the subjects were undergraduates. Friendships change over the mm-hmm. course of a lifetime. And it's certainly possible that over time, many tenuous lopsided friendships can dwindle to a solid few. Yeah. These are a bunch of like late teen, early 20 year olds in a classroom. So you're only judging the people that you've borrowed a pencil from or uh, conversely, you took the class with because you're like, Hey, you need this class and I do, and there's an opening. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. That that's not correct data. Well, then they go on to say the study authors also looked at a handful of previous surveys on friendship ranging in size from 82 people to 3,160 people and found similar results among those. The highest proportion of reciprocal friendships was 53% and the lowest was a bummer at 34%. I don't know. I just think the jury's still out on science. <laughs> like science in general? Yeah. You're just not sure how you feel yeah. about science? Yeah. Yeah. I just, um, yeah, it's terrifying for me. I I think it's largely because I am constantly um, 
and this isn't because I'm humble. <laughs> like I think I, I'm really insecure, but it's because I'm selfish. I think like, I think at the base of that insecurity is selfishness because I put, I put so much of my own self-worth and what other people think of me okay. as opposed to just like, Hey, this is who I am and I'm comfortable in my own skin. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, and I think a lot of that, like I've kind of been finding more and more of myself over the last few years, but, um, just like getting more comfortable being who I am in the world and like, Hey, like f- finding self worth in that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is why. I, yeah. Yeah. I think I said it at the end of the show a couple of weeks ago that somebody told me, it's kind of one of those cheesy platitudes, but they said, um, what other people think of you is none of your business. Yeah. I think that that comes with age though. Is that why you're so much more comfortable in your own skin than me? Well, yeah, I just think that when you um when you're 20, you're a teenager, 20, you yeah. constantly are worried about what people think about you and by the time you're in your late 30s you're like, fuck it, I'd rather stay at home. I don't care what anyone thinks about me and that's why i think that this study is flawed because, because you're asking people at the height to young of, kids yeah i mean next worst would be to go to like a junior high or high school and do it right right yeah, yeah. well maybe um uh if there's any of you science nerds out there that want to try and read the whole survey <laughs> the whole uh study and look through it i was trying to read through it and um we should have meredith do it oh yeah yeah, we'll see if Eminem wants to uh, maybe come on and help us decipher this yeah. study and tell if it's if it's accurate <laughs> data or not. Because I'm I'm terrible at this stuff. I was well, trying to read through the actual study, and I um I don't know. I I'm probably just not used to reading like technical writing mm-hmm. like this. But I was having a really difficult time processing it. Well, then I don't want to be your friend anymore if you can't read a scientific study. <laughs> wow. I, w- <laughs> I went to Bible college. What do you want? I'm trying my hardest. <laughs> I'm tr- I mean, I read it. Like, I'm, I'm not I re- serious. I re- oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. You're one of the 53%. Well, does that mean that I can delete half of my Facebook posts? Yeah, go for it. All right. Go for it. Um, I do have to say, before we go on to the next thing, for some reason, the top comment on this article, mm-hmm. I um, uh, I, the, heard somebody talking. I think it was Brittany on um, I Doubt It with Dollamore, Jesse mm-hmm. Dollamore's uh, co-host, uh, was saying that she always reads the comments. I, too, am plagued with constantly reading the comments. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I do it, but I, I cannot help myself. Um, it's like... It's like when I sit down, I don't know, it's, it's like, I know that this is going to make me feel bad. Right. Um, and then I do it. I choose to do it anyway. I, it's like, I can't help myself. Anyway, the top comment here says, meh, pretty much three flavors, friends, people I'd like to be having sex with people. Oh. I tolerate if being a dick, uh, if being a dick isn't in my best interest. Okay. Yeah. So veritas723 in the comment section at nymag sounds like a great person to mm-hmm. be friends with <laughs> so um all right christy let's uh let's move on to your to your drone strike drone strike <laughs> 
All right. Today's drone strike is to the IRS. <laughs> okay. The whole institution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not against taxing. I think that most of the tax money... Actually, I think it should be overhauled, and I should get to pick where my tax money goes, like yeah. individual lines. Yeah. I'm totally for that. But I am against the IRS because... Mm-hmm. They are trolling me. <laughs> they are, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what yeah was 40, it? 40, 40 cents for every tax dollar goes to military spending, and the other 60 cents uh, or 59 cents goes to just paying postage on the uh, on all the letters that the IRS is mailing yeah. everybody. <laughs> and then the other 1% is split halfway between NASA, and then the other half goes to something else yeah i don't know whatever. like kids that are hungry yeah that's really yeah yeah schools yeah. public education so in what one week i got six or seven letters yeah. from the irs christy did something to make the irs mad yeah and now like so she, she, somebody at one of your old employers forgot to turn in a piece of paperwork to the irs and so it it made it look to them like you were trying to scam them. Yes. So and, my boss that died. Yeah. The year that he died, I worked for four months and they turned in the W-2 or they gave no, me they one. Gave you one, but didn't give it to the yeah. IRS. And um, we paid this accountant woman. I mean, she was with him for years and I had to deal with her for the eight years I was there. $200,000 a year. She had one job and she didn't turn it in and um and luckily we had a friend who helped us out <laughs> and he was like this is what you have to say this is what you do turned it in and I was so angry I mean because I got a a letter that said I owed $6,000 basically yeah. Yeah. and so I turned that all in and then I wrote to my dead boss's family and said just so you know just in case any of the other employees want to know no one turned in the w-2 to the irs and they just replied like hmm that's interesting we'll check it out and then i haven't heard anything i mean i'm there's nothing for them to say back basically it it made it look to the irs like you were trying to get money from them they were saying that you were it made it look like you were claiming that um, you had already paid a bunch of taxes that you didn't, and so they right. were saying you owe us a bunch of money back. So now they're like, "Oh, this this lady's trying to pull one over on right. us." So, so they've so checked everything. Some dude went down to the basement at, mm-hmm. at the IRS, pulled out your entire folder, and is going through everything. And like, mm-hmm. you just keep getting letters yeah. from them, like, "No, oh, you also messed up this. You also messed up this. Right. We made this adjustment. We made this adjustment. There's been a couple in your favor. You got like 40 bucks extra or something stupid like that. But I've had to pay a couple thousand <laughs> right. dollars. Yeah. 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 So I'm just annoyed. I guess I can do a drone strike to the IRS <laughs> and also my boss's old accountant. Yeah. I mean, even if they... One fucking job she has. <laughs> no wonder. No wonder they... Uh, no wonder the government is so bloated with overspending. I mean, even if they just waited a week and sent you all of those in one envelope, yeah, right, that would right. have saved that would have saved like four dollars right. in postage. That was ridiculous. Yeah. So mm. until that gets <laughs> until that gets all sorted out, because mm-hmm. they also withheld some of my return this year for no. I mean, they didn't say why. They just yeah. 
they just kept some of it and said we've adjusted it yeah, of course. with no explanation. Well, what really makes me mad is that my sister, someone stole my brother-in-law's identity because his work, some HR idiot, um, fell for a scamming, um, uh, one of those, what are they called? Phishing email. Phishing email and sent all of the data, all the confidential data to whatever this was. (laughs) And so when they did their taxes and they were getting back $3,000 or something, they got a alert and said someone already filed for this. And so now she has to prove, they had to like prove their identity and do all this special stuff. And now the IRS says you can have your return within six months or we'll pay you. And I was like, that is bullshit because I had to pay interest or I was going to be charged interest <laughs> yeah. From 2013. They charged you interest yes, on the they money started. on the money that you did have to pay. Yeah. You were able to fix the one thing, but on the money that you did and have to pay. And kind of high interest. You got charged interest. Yeah. On- from <laughs> April of 2013. Yeah. So, and then I just said, well, you need to write back to them and figure out what that percentage is and charge them. Because why wouldn't they have to pay interest on six months? Yeah. So there you go. Good times. That's my drone strike. Good times. Drone strike. Um, all right. Christy, do you want to do the wedding chat or should we? Sure. We yeah? could. Okay. Wedding chat. Hashtag wedding chat. Yeah. So we found out a little bit about the actual ceremony that my mom came and had brought. In, well, we kind of saw it, but she brought her own flask well not it wasn't even a flask it was a thermos yeah it was like one of those to-go cups like those coffee um, travel what, coffee cups yeah it's like yeah. a travel coffee cup probably had about what 16 to 24 ounces yeah it's like a full venti, of wine a venti hot coffee not iced yeah so not nice. 24 real ounces 24 was, actual ounces. <laughs> although she does put ice in her wine right so, so maybe she, it was three quarters filled with so maybe it was only 12 ounces of wine in a, so in she a venti showed cup. up drunk and had brought that with her <laughs> and then mm-hmm. continued to drink mm-hmm. made sure that she was um on the bill that my dad was going to pay for mm-hmm. she jumped on that right away um so that is oh and also i guess that during the wedding she kept creeping closer and closer and closer to attempt to stand next to my dad to be part of the ceremony. And my sister actually physically moved her at Your one point. Your dad was officiating. Yeah. 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 So he was standing up in front with us and it was just, you know, him and um, Jeremy and I and Ellie were just, just the four of us there. And my mom was sneaking closer and closer and closer <laughs> to try to be in there. Yeah. And then Cindy physically moved her. And then the last bit of wedding chat is <laughs> that um, we sent out our invitations. We got it all. We're all very excited. And then uh, like a day or two later, I got a text that said, your invites are so cute. Did you know that you put the wrong city? So we put the wrong <laughs> city on the reception. On the reception, yeah. yeah. But I think, was it your sister that said if people can't figure out the right city, then we don't want them there yeah, anyway. And that's true. Yeah. Because I mean if you Google it or you put it into any kind of mapping, yeah. it takes you to the right well, place. Well not only that, but I've given out the location multiple times on the podcast. <laughs> so if they can't figure it out from that, 
that are not listeners, and we don't want any non-listeners. None of our friends or family are listeners. We don't want any non-listeners at the wedding. <laughs> I don't want any non-podcast <laughs> listeners. My plan, my goal, my goal at the wedding is going to be to get a hold of the microphone multiple okay. times throughout the evening, and, and I'm, just I just want everybody to uh, get out your phone. If you have an iOS device that has a podcast app, subscribe to Nerd Out Loud. Unless you're like my direct relatives. <laughs> you people are exempt. Yeah, exempt. <laughs> Although I don't think any of them are coming anyway. Right. Uh, so, well, it's we didn't get married in a church. Yeah. I'm not a Christian, so <laughs> they're not coming. It doesn't count. Yeah, fine. It's not but they sent us a a nice gift card. Mm-hmm. So we'll... um. Should we tell that story, or do you think it's a little too? Uh, you know, I I don't think that that's a wise choice. Okay, <laughs> yeah, we'll put that on the um on the um nol extra page over yeah. at um or just robertpape.com. Te- or just text me and I'll tell you the story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Find me on Facebook and message yeah. me on we'll 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 tell it to you. But when moral we start putting the out story... the premium content, we'll put it behind. We'll make people pay like ninety nine cents for it. Yeah, uh, and then I'll like refund you the ninety nine cents just because I know that. That, like none no. of the people that I want to listen would even care enough yeah. to pay 99 cents. Um, so. The moral of the story is do not approve proofs on yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who was it that texted you? Can you say? About the invitation? Yeah. Who was it? Nance. Oh. But funny, when she RSVP'd, she didn't put her name on the RSVP. <laughs> so it's kind mm. of kind of back to neutral on that one Mm. and then i told jeremy and i said put something on the website so he corrected it and then he spelled the name of the city wrong (laughs) (laughs) and we got a text about that (laughs) same person no okay all right good because then i would actually uninvite them if it was the same person that was just that gleeful about correcting us over and over again Mm -hmm. i would rescind their invitation (laughs) <laughs> just like go ahead and don't yeah. come i invited everybody on the internet and you're not invited yeah <laughs> so go away <laughs> all right okay um so that's all we got we do have one piece one piece of uh kind of sad news about our cousin podcast i guess we'll call it cousins brother sister podcast brother podcast Mm-hmm. fellow podcasters the eureka podcast jeremy henson's been on the show multiple times we keep on trying to get craig on um but it just never, never seems works. to line up with the schedule and stuff he's a super busy dude he's very active in the mm-hmm. world of the kansas city royals baseball fandom um so uh the eureka podcast if you've listened to us more than once you know who they are we uh they announced that after three years they are, their last episode is going to be this Friday. It's very sad. It is really sad. Like I, Jeremy had mentioned it to me before. Um, and then the thing came, they put out a show on, on Friday or Saturday, like just a little five minute thing saying, Hey, we want like, send us a voicemail. We want to hear from you. Uh, we'll play it on the last show. They're going to kind of tell the whole story about why they're deciding to end. I mean, it's been three years of, and I will say this three years of every single week. I think that in that three years they've missed, like they've, they've missed maybe, maybe one or two weeks out of that entire three years. Um, which is super impressive. Yeah. And, uh, and so I was kind of bummed. Me being on the show killed it. Maybe. Maybe usually it's me that kills podcasts. Yeah, I know. Um, so I was, 
I mean, I was bummed. I was kind of bummed, but like the more I think about it and the more it kind of sits with me, the more bummed that I get. Oh, really? Are you going to yeah. record a message? Yeah. Okay. I want to cry. Oh. I want to cry. Uh, but we'll do something. But anyway, we love the guys over there at Eureka. And if you know who they are and you have been touched by them in any way, first of all, call the police because <laughs> they shouldn't be Unless touching you. Unless you liked it. Yeah, that's true. Um, Second of all, you should give them a call. Uh, just go to EurekaPodcast.com. They'll have their contact information on there or hit them up on Twitter um, and uh, say hi and like send them a message or something so they can play it on their last show and go check it out. And they still have my favorite um, story that's ever happened when we were in Kansas City and Craig had this have a server come over. <laughs> the and prank. Yeah, we, I prank. think we dedicated an entire special episode to that prank. I'll make a note. Okay. Uh, I will make a note. I will find a link to the prank show and I will post it in the show notes. Yeah. Um, that's still, I still think about that. As with it's everything. so great. That I mentioned on the show when I said, I'll put it in the show notes. You can find all of that information, including our content information, if that's something that you're into, uh, at nerdoutloudpod.com. That's our website. It's got all of our contact information on there, our Twitter, Facebook, everything. Hit us up. Say hello. Um, look at the show listings, and we put all the links to all the stuff we talk about in there, so you can like check that stuff out. The only thing you have to remember is nerdoutloudpod.com. All one word. No spaces. Uh, that's it. nerdoutloudpod.com slash biz.info. Um, Christina, I guess that's it. Right? Yes. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any last words? Never take it. I hope you like me as much as I like you. <laughs> Let your nerd flag fly. If your face that you're making right now had a sound, what do you think that sound would be? <laughs>